Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Welcome back to another episode of Tis the Podcast, the podcast that's determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive 365 days per year. I am Anthony. I'm Julia. I'm Tom. I'm Jerry. And I'm CM Chuck. Jerry and CM Chuck. (laughs) How's it going, guys? How's your Christmas season going? It's it's a Christmas season. <laughs> Anybody knows that it's you. Yeah, no. Oh man, yes. This uh Black Friday weekend was a marathon and I had that Monday off and it was awesome. And now I feel like I need a whole week off <laughs> just to recover from all the chores I had to do during my Monday. <laughs> but Jerry is indeed the hardest working man and in at Christmas time, besides Santa, <laughs> I wouldn't go. I wouldn't do. Like we say, he's working man in snow business. Oh, oh, I like it. I like it. Tom with the wind. I like it. Trademark that. Trademark that, Tom. Uh, anyway, Chuck, how's yeah. your Christmas season? Yeah. <laughs> Not working nearly as hard as Jerry. Going pretty well. Uh, trying to shop early. Uh, but still shopping, so that's probably not good. And uh, otherwise, <laughs> good. Otherwise, good. Ate too much, and on Thanksgiving, and um, you know, now, now I'm ready for all the things that you guys talk about. Three sixty-five a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Julia and Tom, how are you guys doing? Doing good. Just already behind in the Christmas buying, which is. <laughs> stressing me out big time i did not do much black friday shopping so i feel like this christmas season has even though we've been pre- been preparing for it for a long time i feel like it's come upon us like ridiculously fast yes you know? like and it's, it's going like it ridiculously up, fast like it snuck up on us yeah it's the weirdest thing it it is because like how i i figured it was just me but the more people i hear talking about it everybody feels that way and i don't I don't, I don't understand it, but it yeah. is. It's entirely too fast. Mm-hmm. Entirely too fast. So Tom, fast. how was your Christmas yeah. season? Good. good. Oh, here he is. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, how are you? How are you doing? It looks like my computer has COVID too. It's not working. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> After successfully avoiding COVID for years, we the COVID has hit Casa de Crow, and oh. we are all down with the Rona. Oh, oh man. Sorry, bro. The worst. In case yeah, you're man. thinking of getting COVID, I give it zero stars, and I do not recommend it. <laughs> now I feel bad, because mine wasn't that bad. I think I got like a mild case, because... 
the only reason I knew I even had COVID was because I had bronchitis at the same time. Ain't nobody well, got time for that. Well, <laughs> it's true. I thought I might have had it. This past week, right before Thanksgiving, I was called out Friday. I felt awful for days. And then Tuesday, I'm like, I'm going to urgent care. They tested me for strep throat, influenza, and COVID. Turns out it's just a cold. I had the man flu, as Sarah said, so she won't let me live that down. (laughs) Um, There is a wicked Uh, cold going around as well. There is. Mm -hmm. There is. There's a hey, that's, stuff's no, that's There's no joke, Anthony. Joke. No, and they prescribed me something that knocked it right out, even though Sarah said it was a placebo because it was a cold. <laughs> was it whiskey? <laughs> a hot toddy? Is that what it was? <laughs> that no does comment. work. It does work. <laughs> Is that what you're drinking tonight, Chuck? I got a little, uh, yeah, a little Irish whiskey a and little... ginger ale tonight. <laughs> nice. Well, you know, both Jerry D and CM Chuck are on tonight, which can only mean one thing. We are talking comic, bo- some comic book special, Something. specifically mm-hmm. Marvel. And to- tonight we are covering the brand new Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, <laughs> which premiered on Disney Plus on November 25th. So spoiler alert. So yeah, spoiler alert. (laughs) Um, Quick plot synopsis. The special is produced by Marvel Studios and follows the Guardians of the Galaxy as they celebrate Christmas and search for a present for their leader, Peter Quill. I'm not going to ask histories to this special (laughs) or Marvel in general, since we all cover that, but what's your just, you know, overall thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy as a property, as, you know, what you think of the characters, you know. Things like that. We'll start with guests first. Jerry, how about you? Uh, So I probably have the deepest history with the Guardians. I've read the comics back in the day. Um, This particular lineup of Guardians was kind of formed around 2005, 2006 with the Annihilation uh, storyline, which is awesome. And I went back and revisited those when I heard they were making the movies, saw the movies. It was awesome. Waited for the second one. It was still really good. Not quite as good as the first, but I really 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 loved it Uh, i have the little golden book of the guardians none of these characters are like my favorite characters but i always enjoy when they when they appear if that makes sense like it's just a fun entertaining kind of way to fill however long time whether it's in the comics or it's in a, a cartoon like when they appeared on avengers earth's mightiest heroes or when they had their own movie and uh i know a lot of people rank the first one really, really high, and I do as well, although not as high as most. But it's um, it is one of the best of the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I think everyone was perfectly cast in their roles. So even though they changed a lot of the backstory and lore and powers for some of these folks, they uh, I, I still dig this particular iteration. So I was jazzed when I heard about this holiday special. I, I was really excited, and I got to say, spoiler alert, it did not disappoint so chuck how about you very nice very nice um i'm a comic book guy but uh unlike jerry i did not read the guardians in comics i remember the like iteration of the team in like 93 i thought was dumb (laughs) and i was like who are these guys they seem lame and i just wasn't into them and when i heard they were (laughs) getting a movie i thought marvel had lost their mind and i was like why would you make a movie of these you know characters <laughs> well but well, those guys just... did appear in part two 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I did go see it, though, because I was like, well, it's Marvel. And, you know, right. I, I had been hearing good things already. So I was like, OK. And I remember walking out of that thinking I was like, man, this kids that see this is going to be how kids in 77 felt about Star Wars, which made me happy for Marvel. And, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was awesome. I, uh, you know, dug the music and dug the casting. I think I liked that I didn't have a familiarity with the characters to be maybe to compare to. So the only ones I knew really of were Drax and Yondu. And, uh, you know, as far as I was concerned, they were fine. I liked the, the comedy lean on it. And uh, I thought it was great. Oh, and Ronan the Accuser, I knew him from the first right. one. Um, and when the second one came out, I was excited for it because of the first one. And I loved that one. Like Jerry said, not as much as the first, but I thought it was still really great. Caruso was excellent. And I liked how they were kind of... Um, deepening that Peter Quill story. Uh, I thought it was really cool. It, and it is in the space and like the cosmicness of it, uh, I feel like leans to um, potential doors opening for other characters in the Marvel Universe that I really do enjoy. So, um, but yeah, two really solid movies. And I, when I heard about the Christmas special, I was like, you know, James Gunn, I feel like has just been doing amazing things, you know, for Marvel and DC. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is gonna probably be wonderful. and as Jerry said, spoiler alert, it did not disappoint. <laughs> Julia, how about you? Um, <clears throat> so I remember seeing like a trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and thinking, those aren't Marvel characters. <laughs> like, <laughs> hold it. There's no way. Yeah. I don't know what I'm watching. Really? Um, saw it and was like, this is like a whole new Marvel and I'm loving it. Um, I like the comic injection that they bring i like the irreverence and the space stuff is super cool so i've been a fan of guardians of the galaxy characters ever since they came out um never read any of it only seen it so as far as as far as these characters are concerned this is the guardians of the galaxy to me and i'm pretty sure after watching ooh, was the second one right that ends with the the with the gold people and it ends with the yeah. the whatever i'm pretty sure i messaged anthony afterwards and i'm like okay so what <laughs> like i'm supposed to be excited I'm jazz for adam warlock yeah right terrified <laughs> about something but like i don't even know what it was gonna be so um not a lot of context um but i really like it it's funny of all the marvel characters guardians of the galaxy has marty's favorite character he is not a dork or a geek in any way and so does not get into marvel at all but he will watch these movies anytime they're on because he thinks drax is the single greatest superhero <laughs> ever created <laughs> and he always laughs so um it holds a special place in my heart and i loved this special it was great i had a blast watching it um uh you know i'm not a D, I'm not a Marvel guy. Um, never. I, we've talked about that uh, so much that I don't need to say any more than that right now. Um, so I don't have a, a real history with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Save the movie. Um, Christine has not been interested in it at all. I didn't get her to watch the first one with me. She did watch the special with me. So now I think I've convinced her to watch the to go back and watch the first two movies. I enjoy them. I like them. I um, very much agree. Drax was my favorite in this episode next to um, <laughs> the, the savior of Christmas. 
but um, <laughs> as far as real superheroes, not evil actors, Drax was won, won this episode for me. Uh, so I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, my familiarity in the comics comes from the post-annihilation run, Jerry. So this team. Right. Um, and so I am one of those people who believes the first movie is like one of the best movies in the Marvel universe. I rank <laughs> it in top four, I think. Of, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love these characters. I think James Gunn is brilliant, which is why I'm happy he is now head of DC. I can't wait to see what he does over there. Um, was disappointed in the second one. <laughs> I ranked the first one so high, the second one is definitely toward the bottom of my list, but it was still a good enough time. Um, I wait, am not... Yep. Were you, were you bummed that they turned Ego into Peter's dad instead of Jason from Spartax? Because I was like, I want to see the Spartax Empire. It's supposed to be like this grand thing. And I was like waiting for it. And instead, we I, got Ego, the living planet, which is cool. But like, sorry to interrupt. I just. Yeah, no, no, no. That's a good question. I wasn't mainly because Kurt Russell was Ego. I don't know. That's <laughs> awesome. be disappointed yep. by Kurt Russell. But, <laughs> but when they were setting up the whole mystery of who is Starler's dad and how he might be part eternal or whatever, I thought for sure they were going to go like you know, the Thanos route or Eros or someone like that. Oh, right, right. Yeah. But whatever. Um, the second one was fine. I like those characters. Uh, I am not big in general on the cosmic side of the Marvel universe. Right. Um, apart from the Guardians. I am much more into the supernatural side of the co- of the Marvel universe, which is why I'm so excited. They're delving into Werewolf by Night and Blade and all that stuff coming up because it seems like they're going the supernatural uh, Midnight, Midnight Suns route. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So I can't wait for what they bring. Um, this special, though, I was looking forward to it, you know, because A... It's James Gunn, and James Gunn is like the biggest geeky director out there. So I knew if he was making a <laughs> holiday special, I was like, oh, they're going to be like Star Wars callbacks. He's going to have callbacks to the old like Christmas specials of yesteryear, and he did, and it did not disappoint. Um, I yeah, spoiler alert. I love this special. It is, you know. A, People who follow me on social media know I have not been high on Phase Four of Marvel. I this is one of my favorite things Phase Four has put out so far. This and Werewolf by Night. By Werewolf the way, Werewolf by Night was spectacular. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Agree. Um, if I had one complaint about this special, and we could talk about it as we go along. I was talking to Jerry off mic about this. I think Chris Pratt is kind of uh, done with the role. He just kind of seemed phoned in. So I'm kind of glad that he is uh, Guardians 3 is supposedly ending his story and this team's story and uh, you know, he can move on to other things because I think he is done and you know, whatever. He was great in the first one, fine in the second one, fine in Avengers, but I think he was done and phoned in. Yeah. Um. Well, and it would be cool, like just like they're doing with the Avengers and bringing in all these other, you know, folks. I mean, it'd be cool to see the Guardians bring in some of the others, um, Adam Warlock, you know, uh, Quasar, just some of those that have really cool storylines. And 
Uh, and I mean, you get characters that no one knows. <laughs> Nobody. You can kind of tell, like he James Gunn's already starting to do that. I mean, we'll get to it in a minute, but he introduced Cosmo in this one, and we know Cosmo is going to be in number three. Um. And yeah, I mean, we all know, like, spoiler alert, the ones that make the money with kids who are in toys and games and stuff are Rocket and Groot. So it's easy to keep those two <laughs> yeah. around while the <laughs> actors, like, when the other actors, you know, age out or their contracts yeah. expire. Uh, <laughs> so I, you know, I have a feeling the Guardians aren't done, but this iteration of the Guardians is. But I think Rocket and Groot will be around for a Dude, while, buff, if I had to guess. Buff Groot was kind of funny. Okay. Well, I have so many questions. We we will get to Buff Groot because I was very disturbed by Gr- Buff Groot. Um, yeah, I got I got questions on that one. I, I did not love that either. I'm with you, Julia. I, I I didn't watch the I am Groot thing, and I don't know if that ties into that. But if it does, uh, I was like I was lost, and I was like, why is he so buff? But okay. <laughs> um. So let's run through. You know cast and credits and everything so this was written and directed by james gunn james gunn has said he has been pitching this for years to kevin fahey um he had a treatment written and everything and finally uh kevin fahey made a joke that made a joke apparently and said yeah sure that sounds great and then james gunn wrote this within a few hours and (laughs) turned it in and uh Kevin Feige loved it, and they shot this uh, concurrently with Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So they, you know, James Gunn said it was a nice break, because Guardians 3 said it's going to have a more serious, dramatic tone, so it was nice taking a break from that and going to the comedy lightheartedness of this. Um, But James Gunn, he... Again, is a very nerdy Hollywood director. He's done Guardians of the Galaxy for Marvel. He's done Suicide Squad and Peacemaker for DC. He's now the head of DC <laughs> Studios, the so Kevin Feige over there, which is awesome. But he's also done, a, you know, he did the two live action Scooby-Doo movies. He wrote the Dawn of the Dead remake. And he did, you know, a few other uh, indie projects like Slither and Super Slither. and everything like that. Oh, dude, Super is fantastic yeah yeah love um, super great yeah. film i do too and i love james gunn and uh i always feel bad for poor jenna fisher who he was married to and right. then they divorced right before he really Aww. got famous right and, before uh, he hit yeah. right before he hit big like with the guardians landing the guardians <laughs> he's married to jenna fisher he was yeah, yeah. i just found that out like a couple of weeks ago who knew yeah. I was right. I was right now years old when I found that. uh. (laughs) (laughs) So Chris Pratt uh, plays Star-Lord Peter Quill. I won't even call him the star of the special. He's pretty much a glorified cameo in the special. Yeah. Again, I think they probably uh, didn't have the money to pay him for the full special. But, (laughs) you know, Chris Pratt, he is best known for Parks and Rec and Guardians of the Galaxy um he's in the jurassic world trilogy he's been in the magnificent seven passengers the tomorrow war um he's doing the voice of mario and the super mario brothers movie coming out and doing the voice of garfield and the garfield movie coming out um so this guy's all over the place Bill murray is still alive i don't understand this like bill murray is alive use his voice as garfield please 
Sorry. Yeah, and that gets into the whole a lot of people have kind of turned on Chris Pratt for like be just over he's in everything. People are like, stop putting him in everything. He's the, yeah. he's the Harley Quinn of movies. Is that what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> you know Jerry, it was nice there. having you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know that <laughs> um Chris Pratt though, I mean, I loved him in Parks and Rec and Guardians. Yeah, Those oh, are the two Andy things yeah. I love him in. Um you know, otherwise, I don't hate him. He's a good actor. He's fun, but I am definitely fall into the, the he's in. He doesn't need to be in everything camp. Like, slow down, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave Bautista plays a Dr- Drax the Destroyer. Um, <laughs> His laugh. I just really love it. Yeah. He, was, he obviously gained fame in the WWE. Um, he's been in Riddick. He was Inspector, Blade Runner 2049, <laughs> Army of the Dead, Dune. Um, he was just in Glass Onion, the new Knives Out movie, oh, yeah. uh, which that. was fantastic. Um, yeah, and now you know there is a constant debate raging on Twitter. Like The Rock may have the charisma, but I think a lot of people say Dave Bautista has some more range in terms of wrestlers turned actors. Hmm. disagree yeah. i mean it's hard to tell with <laughs> this character who has zero range at all <laughs> yeah. no but that takes skill by itself it's he just, has uh, great field of range he although i guess i do have to say i saw <laughs> i saw a meme and had a picture of the rock in like six different movies and he had the same outfit on <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right um karen Gillen plays nebula um she you know, was very famous over. Okay. Karen Gillan plays Nebula and she was very famous over in the UK for playing Amy Pond, the doctor's assistant on Doctor Mm -hmm. Who. Uh, That was really her big break. Um, Since then, she's been in the Jumanji movies, which the first one, well, the first of the new ones is a Christmas secret Christmas movie. Oh, (laughs) Um, she was in Gunpowder Milkshake, Duel, um, whatever. But she's basically known for this and I feel Jumanji. Like, I feel like that's someone was playing that game, just mash up two words, and that's like, <laughs> that's like you got to make a title out of it. Gunpowder Milkshake. That's like right up there with that that one I saw the other day, Cocaine Bear. Uh, <laughs> but that was based on a true story. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know, but I'm just saying it sounds made up. Oh, you know, it does. Like someone just <laughs> took two words and mashed them together. It's like, there, there's your movie, kid. You got it. And you know it. what? Whoever <laughs> decided to name that movie Cocaine Bear earned millions of dollars just with that title. Yeah. Because who doesn't want to see a movie where the poster is a bear with white stuff flowing all around him? Oh that's gosh. titled Cocaine Bear. I was instantly sold. I, I was don't like, yeah, see that's. That movie. I based on your story. It looks like, <laughs> you know, Elizabeth Banks directed. Um, wow, I didn't know that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> For those who don't know, Google Cocaine Bear and read the true story because it is wild. It's and you can nuts, visit. Man. It the, is nuts. It is nuts. And I forget <laughs> where, but the cocaine, the real cocaine bear is currently stuffed on display at some restaurant down south. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Palm Clementif plays Mantis, who is the star of this special, I would say. Mm. Um, 
she is definitely best known for the role of Mantis, um, but she has been in movies such as The Easy Way and Sleepless Night. Vin Diesel does the voice of Swole Groot, as James Gunn is calling him. Um, Vin Diesel, uh, you know, everyone knows him from the movies about family. Uh, And we'll leave it at that because I hate those movies. (laughs) Okay, somebody somebody uh, Photoshop Anthony's face on Vin Diesel now. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We got to see it. But on the on the to the podcast page, <laughs> Bradley Cooper. You know that's that's rough considering I'm not even on Facebook anymore. Can't defend myself. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get your back, Anthony. Wink, wink. <laughs> we'll get your back. We'll get you back. <laughs> I don't know if I heard you clearly. Bradley Cooper does the voice of Rocket Raccoon, who is my favorite guardian. Um, and Bradley Cooper, I mean, what well, he's an Academy Award nominee, Grammy Award, Golden Globes, Tonys. This guy, you know, he's been in loads. Uh, what's your? I will ask for him. What's your favorite Bradley Cooper apart from if it is the Marvel stuff? Hmm. I'm going to go hangover. Yeah. I love the hangover. I'm also going to say, I love Silver Linings Playbook. I'm going to go that. I'm not a huge Jennifer Lawrence fan, though. So, uh, what? uh, He was in Nightmare Alley, too, right? He was in Nightmare Alley. I'm solid in that, too. I thought he was a jerk boyfriend in Wedding Crashers. So, I'm going to say Wedding wedding Crashers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) American Sniper was pretty solid too. Yeah, oh, that's true. That, that's was, a good, so, that was a good movie. That's so a good American one, yeah. Hustle. Oh yeah, that that also was. Yeah. But, um, well, I saw you, Julia, a picture What's him. your favorite Bradley Cooper? I don't have a favorite. They're all fine. Is he is he a cutie yeah. McHugh face? He's Wasn't not. he in what about American Summer? Oh. He does not appeal to me in that manner. He was named People's Sexiest Man Alive in 2011. Who wasn't? Somebody Photoshop Tom's face on the sexiest man all the time. I saw a picture of Bradley Cooper that was I I think I thought it was from Nightmare Alley, but he's wandering around in a fedora and uh, like a brown bomber jacket, and I immediately got Indiana Jones vibes, and I was like, why did this guy never get tapped? Because I thought it would have been a good like if you recast. Because Harrison Ford's still alive, that's why Mm. they tried to Shia LaBeouf and. That's true. Oh, no. look what happened to look what happened to Bill Murray. He lost his uh, Garfield duties. That's well, they're 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 doing like full on anime. It's not a continued series of his movies. It's still a travesty. Bill Murray yeah. should always be the voice of Garfield. He was yep. born with Julia on this. I'm not disagreeing with you. The voice was much better than the animation. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean Gunn plays Craglin. Um, nepotism at its finest because James can always put Sean Gunn in his projects. Um, it's funny because uh, Tiff loves um, the Gilmore Girls. So and does every, Sarah. Yes. Every time he comes Who on, I'm like, hey, it's Craglin. <laughs> like, what is yeah. Craglin doing in Stars Hollow? Okay. He, so, oh, it's his brother. Okay. Yeah, it's his brother. Yeah. So he is best, definitely best known for Kirk on the Gilmore Girls. Yes. Um, 
he besides playing Craglin and Guardians, he is the body uh of Rocket, the double it? for Rocket yeah. on set. Hmm. And uh he had a cameo in the Suicide Squad, which James Gunn oh. also wrote directed as Calendar Man. Oh my gosh, nice. and he was the weasel well, too. Yeah, he was he was he also weasel. Oh, yeah. for, weasel yeah. freaked me out. <laughs> <laughs> One weasel. <laughs> the weasel. <laughs> uh Michael Ricker lends his voice to the special. Um right. he reprises his role of Yondu. And Michael Rooker, I mean, he Love has him. he was Merle in The Walking Dead. He was right. Savant in the Suicide Squad. Uh he very eerie portrayal, Henry and Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Uh, he was in Tombstone, Mall Rats, Days of Thunder, Slither. Um, you know, this he was in JFK. This guy is uh he's one of those faces. If you don't know who he is, he pops up in a lot, so you have definitely seen him. Mm-hmm. Love him. Um, Maria Bakalova makes her debut as the voice of Cosmo the Space Dog. Um Gender swapped from the comics. He's a male in the comics, but uh, James Gunn made her female um, because of Leidka, the first animal in space, the Russian dog in space. Um, So we already know she's going to play a bigger part in Guardians 3, according to James Gunn. Um, And Maria Bakalova... She was in Borat's subsequent movie film, (laughs) um (laughs) she was in bodies 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 oh that's where i knew her from where i recognized her from she was in last call when you cry the father (laughs) 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 um and then kevin bacon (laughs) kevin bacon makes his marvel cinematic debut as kevin bacon Uh, i felt I what? felt both. No, Kevin Bacon was in already. He was in the X Men. He was a bad guy in that X Men movie. First yeah, class. That, yeah, very that nice. Was Marvel, Marvel. That wasn't the MCU proper. Still Marvel. I, I feel bad. That... Props for that one. Sebastian Shaw. Yeah, but I like. I kind of feel bad for him that he plays himself in this movie. It's not like. He'll, st- he'll, st- he'll still be in Secret Wars as Sebastian Shaw when they literally bring everyone back. You think so? Very cool. I don't know. Maybe. Um, and where do you start with Kevin Bacon? He's been in a million things too. What's your favorite <laughs> Kevin Bacon? There was that movie where he saved the entire town with really bad dancing. <laughs> I've never seen Footloose ever. What? Oh man, it's classic. Tremors you know, I don't think in... I've seen it either. Yeah, yeah, Tremors. It's gotta be Tremors for me. Tremors comes in second for me, Jerry, next to Flatliners. Oh, that's a really oh, good one too. Flatliners yeah. is so good. Okay. If you have Lost Boys. Mystic River. Mine is Friday the thirteenth, which I was very happy. Got a shout out in this special. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then uh Jack laughed an arrow through my neck. Laughed getting killed. <laughs> 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 and, and then the old 97s including Rhett yeah, Miller Rhett Miller, Rhett Miller um, yeah. play the alien band on Nowhere who write a song about Christmas based on <laughs> Hearsay which we'll get here. to <laughs> so, so uh, I've listened to that song like nonstop 
like today. <laughs> so good. So that's our, that's our cast. So let's dive in. So sometime between after Endgame and before Guardians 3, the Guardians of the Galaxy have purchased Nowhere from the Collector. Um, and they're fixing it up as a home base. Um, James Gunn said in interviews that the Collector <laughs> was just decimated by Thanos and the Collector just wanted to get rid of it. So the Guardians got it for a good price. Um, <laughs> and, the you know, it starts out with Kraglin telling a story of Christmas past in traditional animated form, which we see in traditional <laughs> animated form. Nice, nice and rotoscope. Yep. <laughs> nice, nice homage to Star Wars holiday special right yeah he and that's what he said he wanted to do star wars holiday special but better but better yeah yeah that's a low bar let's be real yeah pretty low bar yeah (laughs) that's true yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) although although i was a little disappointed there was not one reference to life day oh so was i i was waiting for life day so bad yeah i was waiting for someone to bring it up like as like almost like a real thing, kind of like how ET yeah. sees Yoda and you, you know, in ET. But right. uh, yeah. I was waiting for uh, it to come up. I'm disappointed it didn't. That would have been excellent. That would have kind of tied the universes together in a way. Yeah, right? man. Um, so Kraglin tells a story about how Peter Quill tried as a kid, tried to bring Christmas to the Ravagers, but Yondu wasn't having it he was basically like we this sounds like handouts to me you know <laughs> and this ship you uh you take what you earn essentially he doesn't want anything to do with gifts and he throws out the gifts and throws kicks down the tree and then we cut to present day where drax is laughing his butt off like i like the part <laughs> where he kicked down the tree <laughs> <laughs> Um, but Christmas is coming up back on Terra and, uh, you know, Mantis wants to do something for Peter, something special for Peter for Christmas because he's depressed. He lost Gamora. And, and why does Mantis mm-hmm. want to do, why does Mantis specifically want to do this for Peter? She's also the offspring of Ego. Ah. Yeah. There, she's his sister, which it's a family story. A sister. <laughs> I would find it odd sister, if sister. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> I would find it odd if anyone but Mantis confided in Drax, but Mantis herself is a weirdo. So I get why she <laughs> well, chose him. Funny, they have such a funny little relationship anyway. Mantis and Drax, at least in the movies, they build that up. Yep, right. The movie well yeah they do some at avengers as well so yep and uh, i agree yeah so drax is the only one who knows her secret um <laughs> she ate all the zag nuts that she ate all the zag nuts <laughs> um and she basically wants to find peter the perfect christmas gift and what does drax suggest I didn't take so, such good notes. What does he say? I was going to say, was it all the sagnets, which she ate them all? <laughs> well, he's the one who says, let's Kevin not get Bacon. him something. Let's get him someone. Oh, Kevin okay. Bacon. Bacon. <laughs> who is legendary hero. The legendary, legendary. hero from <laughs> Quill's childhood. <laughs> um, And they jet off for LA to go find him. But before we get there, there is a band 
of aliens <laughs> on nowhere that has heard from <laughs> what rocket who heard from cosmo who heard from <laughs> craglin exactly what christmas is and they <laughs> sing a wonderful song called i don't know what christmas is but christmas time is here yeah uh <laughs> for peter and <laughs> they just get everything wrong what do they what are some of the things they sing about oh santa has well, a, a master burglar yeah he's yeah master burglar that's a good one yeah <laughs> this is claus spencer days working the pole working the pole <laughs> to, to and plots to destroy plots. santa yeah yeah the elves are planning on overthrowing him to overthrow him yeah and he'll put dung in your socks if you're naughty <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It, was, it wasn't coal; it was something else. <laughs> it was dung, yeah. And he'll throw um, sugar plums at your head if you're nice or something like that. So, so while they're singing this, Peter is both bemused and annoyed that they're getting everything wrong. No, that's not right. <laughs> and the rest of the aliens gathered here are just bemused, except for Groot, who is now an older teenager and buff. They call him Swole Groot. And he's just in the back like, I am Groot, like dancing like he's at a concert. I'm so uncomfortable by Swole Groot. I am. I was too. I do not like him. Yep. (laughs) He, first of all, that was all CGI, but half the time he looked like a guy in a really bad, like, costume. That's what I thought, That was CGI? that was 100 percent CGI. I, wow. Okay. Shut up. Yeah. He confirmed it because somebody asked if it was somebody in a costume. Oh, okay. I was very confused because I was being no, funny. No, like, because like if CGI. you look at him, the proportion because he's so wide now, it looks like it could be a guy rather than because he's right. not. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I, I thought that from was a... lanky. He was totally lanky in the last big movie, and so and now he looks like that. I don't know. I don't know what's yeah. happening. He swore I don't it know. Was, uh, Vin Diesel in like some type of because <laughs> <laughs> he kind of used the regular Vin Diesel voice, and I was like, "Oh wow, all right, they're going." And I said, "Did I miss something?" I knew there was the I Am Groot series that was on Disney Plus, but I didn't watch that. I I, I didn't know, it. and I was like, "Oh man, I probably got to go watch it now." <laughs> yeah. You you missed nothing. He just grew up a little bit off okay. screen, and he is. He's swole. He's been bodybuilding, it looks like, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, we kind of meet a bit of, uh, we meet Cosmo here, too. Her and Rocket are working together to fix up nowhere. She has uh, telekinetic abilities and kind of snaps at Rocket for treating her badly. Um, Drax and Mantis, meanwhile, head to Earth, to Los Angeles. And uh, as they're flying over the streets, wondering where Kevin... They have all these questions about Kevin Bacon. Is he ruler of all the humans? Um, and they wonder which house is his. And as they're flying well over LA, they're sending people into a panic because last time aliens invaded Earth, it was Thanos and his minions. Thanos, and yeah. like you see all these people <laughs> panicking on the streets. And Mantis is like, Drax, did you forget to put on the uh <laughs> oh, yeah. The cloaking shield device. or whatever. The cloaking yeah, device. the cloaking yeah. device. And Drax is like, <laughs> no. And then he just hits the switch and she's like, I saw you do that. <laughs> um, and it's cool. We get a cute montage of them at the Chinese uh, theater in front of the, the Hollywood Walk of Fame um, where you see all the costumed characters. And of course, you oh, get people yes. like 
and Psykill from the GoBots. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say we got to talk to the '80s man about that right there. That was pretty... <laughs> he was like the Megatron of the GoBots universe. And what's the line that she drops? Mantis drops a line. He says that kind a of... GoBot killed his cousin. Yeah, it, which is like. <laughs> What the, is so now the GoBots are like GoBots are canon. <laughs> yeah, they're canon. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, because and Drax ends up beating the crap out of the guy. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Yeah, oh. It's great. So great. Yeah, uh, but before he does, Mantis is like, Drax, don't be racist. Or whatever she says. <laughs> she does say that, yeah. <laughs> what, you know, what is what does Kevin Smith say though in Clerks 2 about the GoBots, Jerry? He's like, they're kind of like the Kmart version of the Transformers. <laughs> he does say that, yeah. Which I was like, wow, James what? Gunn opted for the GoBots. And I thought that guy was like the Optimus Prime. Of, no, of no, Psykill was like the Megatron. The Leader Megatron, one was okay. The, uh, was the Optimus Prime. That's right, the Jet, the Jet. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't even really keep it straight because I was like, the GoBots. Well, there's that there's that <laughs> meme going around now. It's like a, ki a kid crying so hard. It says something like when you asked your mom for Transformers for Christmas and she got you GoBots instead. Oh. <laughs> accurate. That's accurate. Yeah, that is. <laughs> Um, <laughs> besides running to the GoBot, though, they run into Captain America, who Mantis is like, Steve, and she hugs him and he freaks <laughs> out and runs away. Um, which is cute. And yeah. then, uh, of course, people think they're actors dressed up in costumes because they look right. so weird. So they take a bunch of selfies with people. Um, they end up in like a gay bar, <laughs> uh, getting mm. drunk, uh, completely bombed, spending all the money they earned taking photos with people. <laughs> Amazing scene, incredible. <laughs> um, and then they pass, they practically pass on the street, like, we'll never find Kevin Bacon. And of course, who comes to their aid? A person hawking celebrity house map. Yeah. And uh, Mantis uses her powers because they're out of money to just get the map for free. And they had to and rob, and and rob her. <laughs> and rob her. Give me all your and money. Rob her. <laughs> <laughs> and they head to Kevin Bacon's house. And Kevin Bacon is home alone. His family's flying back in from New York. His house is so beautifully decorated. It looks so Christmassy. Mm -hmm. um, he has a fire going. He's watching Santa Claus conquer the Martians, yes, which is a perfect little touch. Um, <laughs> Drax and Mantis show up. And before they even get to the house, what do they become obsessed with on the lawn? Decorations. <laughs> the, yeah. the, de the blow ups and decor. The candy cane and the elf. The little, man. Elf, the little man which that little was man. my favorite part Drax kept referring to this guy as a little man <laughs> while uh, while Mantis is obsessed with the candy cane and they get into an argument over if it's a man or a woman and she's like of course it's a man <laughs> um, but they ring Kevin Bacon's doorbell and what happens Jerry so they ring his doorbell and he they try to get in and he's like, yeah, we're not, we're not doing this right now, guys. And so they end up like jumping over the door. Uh, just well, to get, well, well, Mantis uh, is suggests, you know, you could throw me over, but before she finishes her sentence, uh, he actually throws her over and she lands face down. <laughs> and then Drax bursts through the front door. Right. Yeah. Cause then they ring his doorbell and. Yeah, and they're so enthusiastic. Like, You're coming with us. The cops, yeah. 
<laughs> and Kevin Bacon, man, his uh, all his action roles have paid off because this guy can run fast. He can jump out a window, second floor window, without getting hurt. Yeah, <laughs> he, has pretty, he has a pretty legit Christmas tree. He has a legit <laughs> Christmas tree, which he has no hesitation throwing down to try to into into drive. well i mean if some crazy aliens were chasing you you probably would too and i actually <laughs> like i actually like the way this was shot because for one a little bit you get it from his point of view and mantis is like she looks like a horror movie the way she was she jumping did, from the yeah. wall to mm-hmm. yeah he, <laughs> and he jumps up a window and books it he just starts running full pelt down the street and this is where Mantis and Drax get into an argument. They have to leave their decorations behind. And Drax doesn't want to leave the little man behind. <laughs> she's like, why? she's like, why do I have to leave my little man behind? Oh, no, he left it in the house. Because he left it. He, he yeah. wanted yeah. to go back it. and get it. Yeah, and he wanted to go back <laughs> and get it. She's <laughs> like, it's either the little man or Quill. Which one's more important to you? <laughs> and he's like, the little man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he thinks for a long time. <laughs> and she's like, Drax, no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh they just I didn't know they could hop so high. <laughs> like they're like bouncing on trampolines practically, like jumping yeah. after Kevin Bacon down the street. Right. And then they pra- Drax practically murders a whole unit of cop cars. <laughs> It's okay. Mantis tells them that it was that they're not doing anything wrong after they flip the cop car and the cops are trapped inside. <laughs> she, she gives them the, a candy cane. She gives them the candy. <laughs> Everybody knows a candy cane makes it all right. <laughs> and then Kevin Bacon is freaked out because the cops didn't do anything. So Mantis uses her powers to calm him down. Right. Um and before they get back on the ship to go back to nowhere, they clean out a Christmas store. They rob a store blind, and just <laughs> <laughs> the next shot com- is completely their totally ship, full yeah. of uh, Christmas decor. And Drax and Mantis wear ugly Christmas sweaters, <laughs> and I particularly <laughs> like Drax's. It had the, it's a cat with a laser eye. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> Jerry, um, that place was like the West Coast decorators' warehouse. Jerry, <laughs> yeah, it was good stuff, man. Uh, yeah, but then while they're in the in the plane or not plane, uh, the ship, that's when they start to ask him about how he, you know, saved a whole town <laughs> by, with you know, by, dance. with stupid dance. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, no, that wasn't me. That was my character. And, and then they ask him about taking on a masked talkie monster. <laughs> named Jason. <laughs> oh, no, he's an actor. <laughs> yeah. Which, where did their disdain for actors come from? Like, I don't know. I don't know, but I loved every minute. Of it. <laughs> I was thinking that exact thing, same thing, Anthony. I was like, oh, wow, they just were real quick to not like, you know, the 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 thespian community at all <laughs> no, hero, and they, they say peter peter's memory is so messed up <laughs> i was like yeah they, they get back to nowhere though and so she, they well, yeah well, go she on. compels kevin bacon to act like mm-hmm. a hero oh <laughs> yeah you're right you're right he pulls out a British accent where he's talking. <laughs> he, 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 I love the Batman reference. He goes, I'm Batman. 
a Bruce Wayne. And Dax is like, who's Bruce who's Wayne? Bruce Wayne? Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give it 10 years of James Gunn at DC before they cross over eventually because he's best friends with Kevin Feige. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they get back to nowhere and they deck this place out. It looked like a Christmas lover's dream. All the so lights great. they put up. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, Julia, yeah, describe it for us. It's it's magical. I mean, it's multicolored string lights, like all like everywhere the eye sees. It's just lights. They have a snow machine that they bring in. So it actually starts like looking like it's snowing outside. And then there's just kind of those fun kitschy like eye level decorations too right like there's some tinsel i think and they've definitely got some candy canes in there and it's beautiful it's so beautiful it's good mm-hmm. it's really good yeah it's and a, then this it's, is it's a very it's it's a very nostalgic post-apocalyptic 80s feel decorated <laughs> with christmas yeah for sure and this was my one nitpick with the movie here was Chris Pratt's acting during this scene, like yeah. his reaction shot. I don't know, like, come on, man, like just didn't play. Uh... It didn't play. Like, I come on, man. <laughs> I know you're probably on your lunch break shooting Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, but come on, man. <laughs> Act surprised. Pretend they added another zero on that check. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's tough too because he does do really good, like in other stuff of being this kind of like. You know, in wonderment about things, you'd think that he would have been more in wonder about it. And he just seemed kind of. I'm telling you, it's got to be a gift by now or gif by now, whatever the heck you want to call it, where his stupid reaction, where he's like, <laughs> I was just looking around. <laughs> um, but, you know, the guardians all gather and Groot wheels out this giant gift wrapped box for peter that mantis <laughs> says it's from her and drax and everyone and peter goes walks forward to open it and a voice comes from inside guys i need to get out of here you forgot to put air holes <laughs> 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 and he is peter is annoyed <laughs> well, he's just like you kidnap someone <laughs> you're human Can't trafficking human trafficking yeah. <laughs> and he opens it and it's kevin bacon <laughs> and kevin bacon's in the best mood because he's still under mantis's yeah. trance and uh <laughs> peter's like what did you guys do you kidnap human traffic it tracks like it's okay we don't think he's a piece of garbage anymore <laughs> 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 and Peter has met. That's, that's how I up. hope to be. That's how I hope to be introduced at some point in my life. <laughs> Tom, next time you come to New York, it's okay. We don't think he's a complete piece of garbage anymore. <laughs> I'm just amazed too because I would think that Drax and you know Mantis, even in a galaxy far, far away, know that uprooting someone from their home is still not right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hey, we want you to do what we say we're just going to go grab you from your place where you reside and take you away <laughs> exactly um and peter's like take him out of the trance put him normal and of course kevin bacon freaks out and peter's like we're gonna get you home sir don't worry and kevin bacon don't runs run. off don't run promise you're not gonna run <laughs> and of course he does 
And Nebula's like, I'll go get him. And she takes out a gun. And, Ke- <laughs> and Chris Pratt's like, don't shoot him. And you just hear Nebula off screen. You can't get away from me, Bacon. <laughs> 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 and uh, Swole Groot is just like, I am Groot as he's shaking his head. And Peter's like, oh, now you think it's a bad idea. But meanwhile, I saw you roll the box. <laughs> 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 Um, and then we get this really nice actual heart-to-heart between Craglin and Kevin Bacon on their new ship, the Bowie, which was an awesome na- 80s name for a ship. Mm-hmm. Um, what Heck do they yeah, talk about, Julia? Why he was so important to Chris Pratt, why he was so important to, to Star-Lord. Star-Lord saw him as a hero. As a hero. To become a hero. There, He says... uh you know, so cool that you saved that entire town with dance, and you know, Star Lord eventually saved the entire galaxy with dance. Yeah, he yeah. Realizes the impact he had, his movies had on Chris Pratt as a kid. Hmm. Yep, and of course that melts his heart, and we get our little Linus moment here, and he decides to stay and celebrate <laughs> Christmas with the Guardians. Gets a phone uh, call from his phone. Phone, though because they have better Wi-Fi reception. yeah and he's like i may be a little late coming home my friends need me and they celebrate christmas and he sings with the other 97s um the the old 97s the old 97s and quill you know Samantis, why she did this for him. And she says, Well, Craglin told us about Yandu. It's Christmas. And he's like, Well, he clearly didn't finish the story. And it turns out Yandu felt so bad all those years ago. Um, he gave he gave Peter for Christmas the blasters he's always using in all the movies. And he left a note, Merry Christmas, Peter. I loved that. Well, it's because he I found in the too. trash, he found the gift to Yandu from Peter. Which and was one of the, the little dashboard things, yeah. yeah, that he had yeah. on the dashboard of his ship, which was awesome. And mm-hmm. you got that little nice moment between them flying the ship together, like father and son, which right. I love that. That's a great, um, great callback to the other movies, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, Mantis also reveals to Quill that she's his sister. She is Ego's daughter. And she didn't want to tell him because she was afraid he wouldn't be able to look at her because of everything Ego did. Right. And Chris Pratt has a, Peter has a really sweet reaction. He's like, you're my sister. That's like the best gift I could have ever gotten. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like that. And they hug. At the end, until typical Marvel, we get a post-credit scene and it's Cosmo and Rocket decorating Swole Groot for Christmas, <laughs> ra- wrapping him in lights and ornaments on the tree, and Swole Groot gets annoyed and drops his arms and everything falls off. Off. Arf. Falls off. <laughs> falls, falls off. And Rocket's like, great. Now we're going to have to do another one of these specials. And he looks yeah. at the camera. <laughs> And the uh, a little fourth wall breaking right there for Rocket. Yeah. I, hey, I would like more of these holiday specials. Not even necessarily yeah. with the Guardian. Show us how other characters celebrate the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. It was great. All it was the feels, great. 
good atmosphere, which really was going to be the hard thing. I feel like for them to nail down, like all the earth, you can get atmosphere on earth, but how are they going to have Christmas atmosphere in nowhere? Well, we forgot to mention too, actually, when Kevin Bacon singing with the band, we get, you know, the guardians exchanging gifts with each other. And mm-hmm. my favorite is Mantis got Drax the little man and Drax's reaction. He's just like the little man. <laughs> <laughs> like he hugs her. It's great. Well, and Nebula gets Rocket Bucky's arm. Bucky's yeah. arm. Bucky's arm. <clears throat> Which he wanted in, uh, what was it? Infinity War. And, uh, He's like, I got to get that arm. How much for that arm? I got to get that arm. (laughs) I'm going to get that arm. Which I hope in Thunderbolts they explain how she got him. And Groot gives them all little claymation scenes from the special. Yeah. Which is a nice touch. Like having the little claymation things. Um. It was awesome though, Julia. I agree with you. It had all the feels. It was funny. It was heartwarming, and it just felt like Christmas. Yeah, it had great music too. Mm-hmm. It did have great music, and I'm waiting for them to release a soundtrack because they released a score with the two original with songs. The two songs, yeah. Yep. But I want them to release the awesome Christmas mix, as he's calling yeah. it. Yeah, it was great. It had Julian Casablanca's "I Wish It Was Christmas Christmas Today" in it, which I love that version. Yeah, I do too. Fairy Tale of New York. Fairy Tale. Yeah. Fairy Tale of New York. Yep. Uh, Christmas Pumpkin. time from the Smashing Pumpkins was awesome. Oh, oh yeah. That's an yeah. unappreciated Christmas song. I was honestly surprised they didn't a play the quintessential '80s Christmas song. Do they know it's Christmas? I thought mm-hmm. for sure. No, I feel like I feel like last Christmas is more the quintessential. Well, 80s that one too. Song. I was I was surprised. I was surprised neither of those two were in it, and yeah. I was surprised at the club Christmas and Hollis wasn't playing. Right, because that just seemed like ripe for it. Well, you know, just knowing Peter Quill and the '80s music. Um, so those were the big three '80s songs. I was surprised weren't in there. Mm-hmm. But maybe Bye. James Gunn's holding it. Well, no, not James Gunn. He left Marvel, but maybe somebody is going to do another christmas special in the future last christmas by wham is ellie's favorite christmas song Mm. how do you feel about that i'm okay with it it could be a lot worse it could be worse (laughs) let let me tell you my my youngest her favorite is now um the 12 days of christmas oh so it could be worse yeah (laughs) <laughs> and you got to get through all 12 right jerry <laughs> well she likes uh she likes the five golden the rings version and so she pretends to be miss piggy and you know with a bum bum you know, <laughs> so. that's adorable though <laughs> it is but also you got to sit through all of it so it's uh, not that adorable i, I, love I mean my daughter, it, but it's not that adorable <laughs> <laughs> it is mo- it is one of the most annoying christmas songs <laughs> Um, but guys, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, this is probably only my second proper episode I've done with you guys. And I know you guys talk about the Linus moment a lot, but what specifically constitutes a Linus moment? <laughs> it's when, it's when Linus could walk in and say in a specific moment, this is what Christmas is all about. Charlie. It's all about. Okay. Cause so I was kind of wondering, go ahead, Tom. I was going to say, so when in this one, when, um, mantis is talking to peter about being his sister and he had had all of this great stuff and he was already excited and she was afraid how he would view her 
but family became the most important thing. And he's like, this is the best Christmas present I could ever ask for. Yeah. That was the last moment. That was, I I, that. And I think Kevin Bacon's change of heart was too. Mm-hmm. When Talking he realized, Kevin. yeah, how he yeah, that inspired crossed, That crossed Peter. my mind too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. when he, when but I also thought about, yeah. When he saved Christmas, yeah. But I also thought about Yondu also like deciding like, yep. oh, he yeah. did oh, for sure. Is also, yeah. Let me give him this gift now. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, this is like those three moments were really all touching. I thought, yeah, they definitely had multiple Linus moments, which you want a in a... of Linus moments. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, you have a plethora. <laughs> <laughs> what is a plethora? <laughs> <laughs> No, but uh, that's what we want a Christmas special. Multiple Linus moments, and this did it well. And this is definitely going into my Christmas canon. Yes. I said the same thing. I got to watch it again. I, I will watch this every Christmas, just like I will watch Werewolf by Night every Halloween. Yeah. yeah. I, I watched it without the fam because I had to watch it to, to come on with you guys, but uh, I definitely want to watch it like with the fam. You know, Same. And, well, yeah, same. Clo- closer. Oh, Mar- Marty will probably love it, Julia. Since it's so drastic, he will. He will love it. <laughs> a little I'm man forward to watching it with him. <laughs> the little man. Oh my god, that was my favorite running gag in this whole thing. I felt like uh, the Krager performance was great. Uh, uh, did I say it right? Krager, 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 Kragen, Kraglin, Kraglin, Kraglin. Yeah, his performance. That you know, because you don't really get a lot of Sean Gunn in the other ones too too much but in this one i thought he did really well uh and um even though nebula is in there just a little bit you know i think she always does great in that role you know she really embodies you know the nebula character that she's created she was even doing some angry dancing there at the end when uh kevin bacon (laughs) and them were singing she was doing some angry dancing while Groot was going around, like trying to get everyone to raise the roof. Like, yeah, swole Groot. <laughs> oh, oh my Groot. god, stop saying I, swole Groot. That's what they call him. That's what James Gunn said his official name it's, is. It just doesn't sound right. Just don't say it, please. <laughs> Swole Groot. <laughs> I, I promise I will not say it three times in a row because for fear he will show <laughs> up. Here. That would be so terrifying. <laughs> that would be terrifying. And I really hope some more time has passed before Guardians 3 and he grew up a little more. <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah. I would like a more comic accurate group where he's like really tall with the like yeah. that would be cool to see. All the all the roots and stuff. All the yeah. roots, yeah. Um but I'm just curious, you know, what was your favorite moment in the special? Quickly, each of you. I like it when the lights come on. I like it when everything mm. starts coming on and mm-hmm. nowhere. That's when it felt the most magical to me. Yeah. That was probably my favorite Christmas moment. But I think my favorite moment was him listening to the song uh, for the first time about Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> he's like you just got those instruments <laughs> i thought that was a great line yeah you just got them i thought that was a great line yeah and he's just like no, no that's not right no I, you know just arguing that was fun 
Uh, for me, I think I uh, it was tough because those three moments at the end were, I think, all really touching. And I kind of felt like, oh, they kind of like snowballed, you know, one one right after the other. Um, you know, the kind of father son moment with with uh, uh, Star Lord and Yondu. Um, and of course, Kevin Bacon making that decision. But I think ultimately mm-hmm. it would be you know him him being happy that he had a sister, you know, being that we kind of know uh, Star Lord's like, you know, tough you know, upbringing. Um, I mean, that first scene in the original is so, is it in the original? Yeah, with his mom, right? It's like so gut-wrenching, you know, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, like, I was like, this is how this starts? Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, so it's nice to see him kind of, you know, like he's got, you know, family. Right. What about you, Tom? I really just like the the overly excited Kevin Bacon. i liked all of that a lot yeah i'm gonna agree with julia the best moment is probably all the lights coming on and that whole scene um but my favorite non-christmas bit is the stuff with the little man (laughs) (laughs) yeah i jerry i do gotta ask you though before we uh rank this and everything were you a little disappointed santa didn't show up since he is yes in the marvel universe yes he is a um well, but maybe because technically he's a mutant. He's an Omega level mutant in the Marvel universe. Maybe that's why. Yeah, maybe. Maybe officially... he'll show up in the future X-Men Christmas special. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be, be cool. awesome. Um, <laughs> I, just, but now... I just want to see Santa wearing the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, <laughs> like, man. <laughs> I must admit, this does put a smile on my face. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but now we come to Julia's favorite bit of the episode where we rank and review this. And this is obviously going on our Christmas specials list. Right. Um, but guess first, why don't we start with you, Chuck? I'm just gonna have one to ten. Uh man, I didn't really find anything wrong with it, especially like in terms of it being Christmassy and superhero-y. It was like, it's right up my alley. So, <laughs> which is I'm sure why you guys had me on. Uh, I, I give it a nine. Hmm. It's not a 10 maybe for me because of Star-Lord's performance. But <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you there, man. Yeah, I think... Uh... I think I'd probably go like a solid eight. Mm. Julia Julia. Oh, I'm looking right now at what we've already ranked. Um, I'm probably gonna come in at an eight on this as well. Um, we have huh. to give it a few years before it builds up the nostalgia that typically mm-hmm. makes these kind of shoot to the very top of my list. Yeah, that's a good point. How about you, Tom? Well, that's why I was coming in too. Really? Yeah. Great minds. So that gives us an 8.167. Which puts 8.167. Yeah, that is. Which puts it at number nine on our list. Just under Once Upon a Sesame Street Christmas and just above. Something me and Jerry just covered. Santa Claus is coming to town. Oof. Really? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. That? That's crazy. I know. Okay. I'm, well. I'm with you, man. <laughs> but uh, 
I'm curious to see where what the other what our other listeners think of the special, uh, what Marvel fans think of it, what non-Marvel fans think of it. I'm curious about all that. Where can they do that? They can go to linktree.com slash tis the podcast and find a link to all of our social media. You can join our Facebook group, which is the most lively and most active um, and has become a much more exciting place with lots of great things happening since that Anthony's missing out on since he abandoned us. (laughs) Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Mastodon. Where can they find bonus content? I don't know. I don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) How about on Patreon where we have stuff, boy, if tonight floated your boat, like you need to get the to Patreon because there is a ton of DC slash Marvel stuff on there. And if you like the extra voices you heard tonight, more in luck on our Patreon, you hear um, lots of friends, but you hear, you hear friends with nerd and geek experience (laughs) as well um so it really is our place to put stuff that's not necessarily in the christmas space um so you'll hear other holiday stuff some christmas stuff and some stuff that is not tethered to a holiday whatsoever um lots of um lots of stuff has been putting there around the halloween season by anthony and friends um and more fun stuff to come as well so if you're interested in at least a dollar a month mm-hmm. donation to have access to all of that then come and see us on patreon there was a special day before thanksgiving episode i recorded with jerry and chuck uh which we covered the seinfeld pre-thanksgiving episode but I couldn't get into Patreon, so it never dropped. So, Tom, I'm going to put that on Google Drive for you to upload at some point, if you don't mind. Um, I will do anything. <laughs> so I do anything for Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> well, so y'all, if you still are feeling a bit of that Thanksgiving... Uh, you're still digesting that meal that's a pre-thanksgiving episode at this point it's almost like just wait till next year (laughs) um so yeah check it out um i'm excited because next week and i know tom especially is excited next week we are covering spirited the apple tv original um and the week after that we're covering another apple tv original fraggle rock night of the lights their new christmas special we'll just say spirited was a very divisive oh in my house (laughs) yeah i get it i i totally get that you know what tom good afternoon (gasps) good afternoon anthony (laughs) good afternoon um and then after that we're the Santa Clauses will have all dropped, so we will cover that. Um, Wait, do so I have to keep watching that crap? <laughs> I almost spat my drink out. <laughs> Yo, the Santa Clauses are just not good. Um, Thank you, Tom. Thank you. It's just not good. Yeah. I don't need a I, MAGA. I don't need a MAGA Santa Claus. I beg to differ, oh. Tom. You're allowed to be as wrong as you want to be, Anthony. <laughs> you are allowed to continue to be yet. wrong. <laughs> I was waiting till December. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it is December something while this episode drops. <laughs> um, um, Jerry, out, <laughs> and, Jerry and Chuck, um, you know, 
A, thanks for coming on. It's always a blast having you guys on, whether it's Patreon, the main show, your shows, whatever. It's always fun talking with y'all. Um, it is. Thanks for tell, having us. Tell us more about your shows. Where can listeners find you if they want to hear more of you guys? <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay, fine. I'll, I'll go. All right. Uh, yeah, so I am the host of the Totally Rad Christmas podcast, uh, where we celebrate all things Christmas in the 80s whether it's toys, movie specials, music, books, games, fashion, food, or fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. I've had all of these lovely people on as guests to talk about the randomness of the <laughs> the, the most uh, ostentatious and bizarre decade ever. So um, yeah, you can find uh, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. And I am on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Totally Rad Christmas, Twitter at Rad Christmas. Apparently, I'm on Mastodon, uh, so you can find <laughs> me there as well. And uh, I do have a Facebook group, the Totally Rad Christmas Mall and Arcade, where you can make your voice known as well. Yay. Awesome. And, oh, uh, and I am... hold on. Sorry, oh, I forgot one. Go ahead, and, the best of all, totallyradchristmas.com, courtesy of Tis the Podcast Elf, Tom Crow. Yes. Woo. It's okay. Which, great website, by the way, Jer uh, and Tom, both of you. Uh, and I'm CM Chuck, one half of the uh, podcast hosting team of Just Another Friday Night. Uh, I'd like to call us uh, San Antonio's premier pop culture podcast with pee breaks on Friday nights. <laughs> we go. <laughs> We go live on Facebook uh, almost every Friday night, uh, as well as on YouTube. So you can join the conversations. We talk about all things pop culture. We just most recently covered, uh, I don't know what it'll be when this, uh, when you guys hear this, but it may have been Andor, uh, or it may have been um, a couple of weeks prior. We did the last episodes of The Walking Dead, and I'm hoping we get some Christmas stuff in there as well. Um, We've got had Anthony on, Jerry on. I'm waiting to get uh, Tom and Julia when the time is right. Uh, Friday night's not always free for everybody, but uh, yeah, we do everything um, pop culture-y. So, uh, you know, Marvel movies, DC stuff, comic books, uh, it's all there. Come join us and join in live in the conversation and tell us how wrong we are um, in real time. <laughs> uh, but Chuck, we're so at... Some of us have lives Friday nights. That's why it doesn't always work. For uh, no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking, blessed man. to not have that issue, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. We're on uh, Facebook at Just Another Friday. Or you can just go to justanotherfridaynight.com. Um, and there you can get to our link tree, which is uh, at JFN Podcast on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're not on Mastodon yet, but I guess I'll have to start that up. <laughs> but, uh, YouTube uh, at JFN Podcast. Um, so you can get us almost anywhere that way. But again, uh, justanotherfridaynight.com is the link tree. Come and join us. Check us out. If you liked, I uh, think you like this episode, you'll definitely dig our stuff. Uh, and Eagle Eye viewers walking around Manhattan can spot some just another Ooh. Friday night stickers certain places. So, yeah. And if you scan that, it's got a QR code right in the center. You scan that, take you right to the link tree also. Uh, yeah, which is awesome. Thank you I think that. that's Anthony, a cool thank idea. You. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not sure when Chuck is next going to come back because we have to figure out something for him to come back for. But we know Jerry is going to come back probably January, February, whenever it hits digital to uh, cover the very 80s looking Violent Night. Oh, which, I'm so excited uh, for that. So excited for that. I can't wait I, to see that movie. 
by the time this drops, we'll have been in theaters for a weekend. So I will probably yes. have seen it by now. And I, it was amazing as it looked. So I'll just say that. <laughs> I'll bake nice. my hopes on that. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Yeah, I'm not um, gonna be able to see it till Monday. So it's like, oh, okay, I gotta hold out, <laughs> avoid spoilers. <laughs> um, D- David Harbor is a Santa that like uses his magical powers to like fight kidnappers and terrorists. Yes, yes please. <laughs> yeah. Yes, all yes. He looks awesome, and his suit looks awesome too. Yeah, it does. You have me at David Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so lots of exciting stuff coming up, but you know what the most exciting thing is, y'all? Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. We are, if you can believe it, 20 days away. Ooh. That's insane. Too much. I it's mean, too weeks. close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going by too fast. I need mm. to get gifts out and yeah. Slow down time, but at the same time, I want to be on vacation, so speed up a little bit, then slow down. <laughs> um, but do your homework, y'all. Watch Spirited, Jerry, Chuck. Again, thank you both. Always a pleasure, Julia and Tom. Yep. Always a pleasure talking to you guys. Bye, bye, y'all. <laughs> On the third planet closest to the sun There's a special celebration And it sounds quite fun A jolly old fellow brings toys to everyone On a holiday they call Christmas Now I'm not gonna lie It makes no sense to me But here's what Earthlings told me About this Christmas mystery Santa is a furry freak with epic superpowers. He flies to every human home in under 14 hours. He's a master burglar, a pro at picking locks. If you don't leave milk and cookies out, he will put dung in your socks. If you act nicely through the night and don't jump on your bed, Santa comes with sugar plums and hurls them.